Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alhamdulillah rabbil alamin wa sallallahu wa sallam ala nabiyyina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in ma ba'd. So before we begin into reading into the next chapter ikhwan uh, just to make mention um, of a point concerning the last chapter we covered in the last lesson um, there were a few occasions where and due to absent mindedness and uh, a slip of the tongue uh, the word aqab or in the hadith wailun lil aqab min an-nar woe to the heels from the fire there were occasions where i translated that as ankles but what is correct is uh, heels wailun lil aqab min an-nar the aqab yani the heels so that is an important point for those who uh, were present uh, and yani uh, just to take note of that now we come to the chapter bab qawl al-muhaddith haddathana wa akhbarana wa anba'ana so now this is the next chapter al-bukhari he brings in kitab al-ilm bab the chapter qawl al-muhaddith the saying of the muhaddith haddathana aw akhbarana wa anba'ana and all of these statements we're going to see how they have the same meaning and in general translated as uh, narrated to us but they can also have their separate meanings uh, some of the scholars they held that they have separate meanings وقال لنا الحميدي so Al-Bukhari now he says قال لنا الحميدي Al-Humaydi is the Sheikh of Al-Bukhari so he's saying basically that my Sheikh said Al-Humaydi he said to us كان عند ابن عيينة كان عند ابن عيينة that with ابن عيينة يعني سفيان ابن عيينة حدثنا وأخبرنا وأنبأنا وسمعت all of these statements here حدثنا وأخبرنا وأنبأنا we said يعني all have the same meaning of narrated to us وسمعت and I heard likewise all of these with ابن عيينة واحدة all of these terms with سفيان ابن عيينة was regarded as being or were regarded as being one and the same statement, yani with the same meaning. وقال ابن مسعود رضي الله عنه حدثنا رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم وهو الصادق والمستوق. And Ibn Mas'ud, he said, حدثنا رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم that the Rasul صلى الله عليه وسلم he narrated to us وهو الصادق المستوق and he is a صادق the, the truthful, the truthful one. And al-mastuq, meaning one who is believed in as being truthful. وَقَالَ شَقِيقٌ عَنْ عَبْدِ اللَّهِ رَضِيَ اللَّهُ عَنْهُ سَمِعْتُ النَّبِيَّ كَلِمَةً So from Shaqiq, or Shaqiq he said, from Abdullah, that he heard the Prophet ﷺ, from the, from the Prophet ﷺ كَلِمَةً يعني كَلَامًا, he heard from him, يعني some speech. وقال حذيفة رضي الله عنه حدثنا رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم حديثين and حذيفة رضي الله عنه he said that the Rasul صلى الله عليه وسلم he narrated to us حديثين two حديث وقال أبو العالية عن ابن عباس رضي الله عنهما عن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم فيما يروي عن ربه and so from Abdullah ibn Abbas from the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم فيما يروي and Rabbi, concerning that which he narrated, meaning the Prophet narrated from his Lord. وقال أنس وقال أنس رضي الله عنه عن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم يرويه 
An Rabbi, and similar, from Anas, that Anas he said, from the Prophet who narrated from his Lord. وَقَالَ أَبُوْ حُرَيْرَ رَضِيَ اللَّهُ عَنْهُ عَنِ النَّبِيِّ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهُ وَسَلَّمْ يَرْوِيهِ عَنْ رَبِّكُمْ And Abu Huraira, he said, from the Prophet that he narrated from your Lord. And then the first hadith, all of these that you see before, which were mentioned now, these are all ta'aliq. And al-Bukhari, he's not bringing the full chain, and so it's ta'aliq, because he's mentioning immediately these Sahaba, Abdullah bin Mas'ud, he's mentioning Shaqiq, Tabi'i, he's mentioning uh, Abu Al-Aliya, Hudayfa, Anas, Abu Hayra, without bringing the chains between him and these uh, individuals, these narrators. And so these are ta'aliq. And likewise, he's not, he's not bringing the full hadith. The first hadith in this chapter is the following hadith. So Al-Bukhari, he says, قَالْ حَدَّثَنَا قُتَيْبَ He said, Qutayba narrated to us. حَدَّثَنَا Ismail ibn Ja'far who said that Ismail ibn Ja'far narrated to us from Abdullah ibn Dinar. We narrated from Abdullah ibn Dinar from Ibn Umar radiallahu anhuma, who said, Qala Rasulullah sallallahu those who have the Arabic text, you, you, you may have Qala Rasulullah sallallahu twice. One of them should be crossed out. Now, that the Messenger of Allah sallallahu he said, Inna min ash-shajri shajara, la yasqutu warquha. Indeed, from the trees there, are, there is a tree. From the trees there is a tree. لا يسقط ورقها Its leaves do not fall. وإنها مثل المسلم And indeed it is the like or the likeness, the example of the Muslim. فحدثوني ما هي And so inform me and tell me what is it? Which is that tree? What is that tree? فوقع الناس في شجر البوادي And the people began to make mention of some of the trees found in the desert. قال عبد الله And so Abdullah رضي الله عنه he said فوقع في نفسي أنها النخلة And it appeared to me and it occurred, it occurred to me that it is the Nakhla, the date palm tree. فاستحييت But I was shy. I was shy to make mention of that. And as we know from the other narrations that is because Abu Bakr and his father, Umar, both of them were present, and he was shy to say something in their presence, with him being smaller than them, younger than them. Now, ثُمَّ قَالُوا حَدِّثْنَا مَا هِيَ يَا رَسُولُ اللَّهِ And then they said, those who were present, they said, tell us and inform us, what is that tree? O Messenger of Allah, قال, he said, هِيَ النَّخْلَ He said, it is the Nakhla, it is the date palm tree. Now, so this is the chapter we find ourselves uh, before, and um, we are working through the explanation of Sheikh Zaid al-Madkhali, rahimahullah ta'ala, and the Sheikh, he says here uh, that the chapter heading, قول المحدث, the saying of the Muhaddith, حدثنا وخبرنا وانبعنا إشارة إلى سيغ التحمل والأداء is an indication Bukhari is indicating towards the different forms and ways and expressions that are used يعني, uh, for tahammul and al-ada. And concerning a hadith, tahammul is أخذ uh, الحديث عن الشيوخ. That's tahammul. Tahammul is when is is the act of taking a hadith from the muhaddithin, from the from the from the sheikh. 
That is tahammul. And al-ada is tabligh al-hadith ila tilmid. Ada is to then uh, convey that hadith to the student. Naam. Wa hadihi hiya sigh al-shahira. And these are the well-known uh, forms of narrating or those terms that are used when narrating. Qal al-sadiq al-musduq. Yani taken from the statement of Abdullah ibn Mas'ud before he narrated the hadith. When he said, Haddathana Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, wa huwa wal-mustuq. And then the hadith, the shaykh, he, makes, he makes mention of the hadith, the hadith, inna ahadukum yujma' khalquhu fi batni ummi arba'ina yawma. That one of you, his creation uh, is within he, the, the womb of his mother within 40 days. ثُمَّ يَكُونْ فِي ذَلِكَ عَلَقَةً مِثْلَ ذَلِكَ And then he becomes an alaqa, a clot of blood. مِثْلَ ذَلِكَ Meaning just like those 40 days. Meaning another 40 days and he's an alaqa, a clot of blood. ثُمَّ يَكُونْ فِي ذَلِكَ مُبْغَةً مِثْلَ ذَلِكَ And then he becomes a piece of flesh for another 40 days. ثُمَّ يُرْسَلُ إِلَيْهِ الْمَلَكَ And then Allah, he sends to, to him the angel and he blows the soul into him and he is commanded with four words or four things to write he is commanded to write his provision his lifespan and his actions whether he is going to be a happy individual or a wretched individual Al-Hadith, the Hadith, to the end of the Hadith. Faqawl ibn Mas'ud radiyallahu anhu, the Shaykh, he says that the statement of Abdullah ibn Mas'ud, haddathana Rasulullah sallallahu tahdith. This is from the expressions that are used when conveying the Hadith. وَمِثْلُهَا أَخْبَرَنَا وَأَنْبَعَنَا وَنَحْوَ ذَلِكْ مِنَ السِّيغَ الْوَارِدَةِ And just like haddathana uh, is akhbarana وَأَنْبَعَنَا and other than that, which has come, which have come. And the chains and the asanid, the, those chains of narrations are preserved and have been preserved. Because this is something which is from the, uh, those matters which are specific to this ummah. وقبل هذا هذا اليوم من يملكون الإجازات والشهادات بالسند المنتهي إلى النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم في السحاء والسنن والأمهات. So the Sheikh he says that you find even up until this day and before this time. يعني one who who has permission he's been given permission from those who he heard from his from his sheikhs. And yani, those who have testimony from their scholars and those mashayikh that they heard from, um, they have permission and testimony to, to narrate their chain. Their chain going back, yani, the, 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 with mentioning the sheikh he heard from, and then his sheikh and his sheikh all the way up until the Prophet yani, concerning the book, the, the Siha, Sahih Bukhari, Sahih, Sahih Muslim, and likewise the Sunan, the four books of, of, of the Sunan, 
and the ummahat yani those um, yani those ummahat and those usul and those yani uh, those uh, fundamental books um, in a hadith that we find that there are those who have their chains even to this time yani there's been a long chain even though bukhari has been recorded down there are still those from the mashaykh who since that time have narrated uh, yani those those books with their chains their specific chains going back to yani the rasul sallallahu alaihi wasallam and so that which they would use when narrating is these expressions hadathana akhbarana wa anba'ana sami'tu and so on naam ويلحق بها الكتابة والإجازة والمناولة وما شكل ذلك مما يلحق بصيغ التحمل وهذا هو المأثور عن نقلة السنة. and that which يعني is added to that is الكتابة and we'll explain all of these الكتابة الإجازة المناولة there's no point me mentioning them right now with one or two words because it's not possible to mention them with one or two words what they are the way in how these hadith are transmitted in these ways. Um, yani these are various forms in how, or various ways in how hadith are transmitted, and this is something which has been, uh, yani narrated uh, from the naqlat sunnah those who have passed on the sunnah and transmitted the sunnah. Now, then the Shaykh he goes into explaining uh, the hadith, the hadith itself, the hadith of the date palm tree of the likeness of the Muslim. However, the Shaykh didn't really go into the ta'aliq of al-Bukhari those um, narrations which were mentioned before without the chains the Sheikh didn't really go into that but other than the Sheikh يعني, have gone into it from the Mashaikh such as Sheikh Ibn Thaymeen uh, rahimahullah when he explained um, the same kitab and other than Sheikh Ibn Thaymeen so يعني, we'll just divert for a moment away from this kitab um, and يعني, take benefit from others from the Mashaikh concerning this chapter أولاً إخوان دي مناسبة مناسبة الباب بالذي قبله يعني the relevance of this chapter concerning يعني or as it relates to the previous chapter and as we said al-Bukhari didn't just randomly put all these books together and these chapters together he did so with great fiqh and understanding and, and يعني him extracting wisdoms and, and rulings so the relevance what is the relevance behind Al-Bukhari coming with this chapter after the chapter which is preceded? And the, the chapter which preceded was? Was what? Bab man? Rafa'asawtahu bil'ilm. Chapter concerning the one who raises his voice when disseminating knowledge. And this chapter we have Qawl uh, al-Muhadith, the saying of the Muhadith أخبرنا وأنبأنا و نعم حدثنا وأخبرنا وأنبأنا. So what's the relevance? The relevance behind this chapter being mentioned after the previous. Anyone? Hmm? نعم نعم the means of transmission. So we had in the previous chapter يعني رف العالم Assault, yani how the how the alim, how the scholar he raises his voice when conveying knowledge. The al-hadirun, 
that those who are present may learn and, and hear. Because that is ablaq and more far-reaching when the alim raises his voice. That the one, as we, we, we read last week and we heard last week from the sheikh, so that the one who is weak in his hearing may hear, the one who sat at the back likewise may hear. And likewise also, takrar al-mas'ala, how we found that the Rasul he would repeat three times, he would repeat the same thing. So, in the previous bab, yani we learned how the raising of the voice, that is so the, those who were present and the students may learn, may hear and learn. Uh, as for this chapter, then this chapter is how the hadirun, how those who were present, the, the tulab and the students, how they are to be taught. Yani through the riwayah, through narrating to them. And there's no doubt that when narrating to them, then that requires certain alfav. It requires uh, expressions and words that are used when transmitting those ahadith. And so this is the relevance between this, this chapter and the chapter before. Now, and then Al-Bukhari, uh, he mentioned um, that his sheikh said, Al-Humaydi, sheikh Al-Bukhari, he said, that with Ibn Uyayna, we said that was Sufyan Ibn Uyayna, with him, all of these terms were the same. Akhbarana, Amba'ana, Haddathana, Wasami'atu. All of them were one with him. And the intent of Al-Bukhari by bringing this is to show, likewise with him, it is, it is one. Because there are those who's, who say, no, there's a difference between all of these, these terms. But the fact that Bukhari brought the statement of Ibn Uyayna and just suffice with that and didn't bring the other statements, statements of other Imams who hold the other position, shows that this is the ikhtiyar of, or the mukhtar of Al-Bukhari. This is Al-Bukhari. The position of Bukhari also is that all of these terms are the same. They're all, they all have the same meaning. Hence why, previously, whenever we've gone through changing narrations, yani whenever um, we find within the chain, haddathana or akhbarana, very commonly, it's translated by the one who's translating as narrated to us. And there's no يعني, uh, different term that's used to يعني, um, bring across a, a, a different meaning. Now, so this is the um, position of Imam al-Bukhari, that he doesn't differ between these alfad, between these utterances. As for the ones who came later, then yes, they did. But... As it relates to the language itself, then it's hard to say there's a difference, even in the language. Because there are a number of verses in the Qur'an, number of verses in the Qur'an where these words are used. And so, for example, in uh, Surah Al-Zalzala, يَوْمَ إِذِنْ تُحَدِّثُ أَخْبَارَهَا يَوْمَ إِذِنْ تُحَدِّثُ So when we say حَدَّثَنَا, so you hear the same verb being used, يَوْمَئِذٍ تُحَدِّثُ ماذا؟ أَخْبَارَهَا So أخبار from the verb أَخْبَرَنَا And so here we have within this verse the mention that the earth on that day يَوْمَئِذٍ تُحَدِّثُ أَخْبَارَهَا It will inform with its information. Hmm? On that day the earth will inform with its information meaning the earth will Informed with the information of that which took place on it, on the earth. 
And so Allah used these two words interchangeably and mean with the same meaning. They, they, they bring the same meaning. كذلك, لَا يُنَبِّئُكَ مِثْلُ خَبِيرٍ لَا يُنَبِّئُكَ As Allah says. And so when you hear, أَنْبَأَنَا This is the same word being used. لَا يُنَبِّئُكَ مِثْلُ خَبِيرٍ None can inform you like one who is all acquainted. Naam, unlike many other verses. قَدْ نَبَّأَنَا اللَّهِ مِنْ أَخْبَارِكُمْ In Surah Tawbah. قَدْ نَبَّأَنَا اللَّهِ مِنْ أَخْبَارِكُمْ Many of these words being used. And يعني, there is no uh, difference in the meaning. However, it is said that when it comes to تَحْدِيثِ and إِخْبَار تَحْدِيثِ and إِخْبَار then there is a difference. There is a difference. That ikhbar is am. It is, it is more uh, general than tahdith. Tahdith is more specific. Because tahdith is with kalam. Tahdith is with kalam, is with speech. As for ikhbar, it can be through speech. And it can be through kitabah, writing. It can be through ishara, giving signals. And so that is why it is said that if a person, he said, man akhbarani bikada fahuwa hur. That whoever akhbarani informs me, but using this verb, akhbarani, whoever informs me of such and such, then he is free. Meaning, he's not a servant anymore. I free him. So a man, he has a number of slaves, let's say. And he says, whoever akhbarani, whoever informs me of such and such, fahuwa hur. And if then if he informs him of that thing, he's free. However, if he does so with kitabah, through kitabah, through writing, whatever he wants to know, and he gives it to him, or he makes ishara, he signals, brings across the same meaning, what, he, what he's trying to, uh, or, or the same meaning as what he, يعني, in place of the ishara, would have said. Then he is free. As for if he said, "Man haddathani," whoever haddathani, whoever tells me, and we said tahdith is by speech, whoever tells me such and such, then he is free. Now in that situation, if he writes it down and informs him his master, he would not be freed. He would not be freed because tahdith is through speech. Up until he says it. Because he placed that condition, whoever had definitely, whoever says it to me, then he would be free. So this shows to us that there is a, a, a difference between uh, tahadith and al-ikhbar. Now, now, however, as we said, al-Bukhari himself and the Sahaba, as we're going to see here, and we, we, we saw that the Sahaba themselves did not differ with these terms. The Rasulullah likewise didn't differ. Now. However, um, Bukhari, what he does after the statement of Ibn Uyayna or saying how Ibn Uyayna, all of these statements were one with him, he then brings six ta'aliq, six uh, chains which are cut short. And يعني, he, he, he mentions either something from the hadith or just the first part of the hadith. The first three, the uh, First three that he mentions, so قَالَ 
ابن مسعود أن قال الشقيق عن عبد الله أن قال حذيفة All of them you see that there is the mention of حدثنا رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم أو سمعت النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم And likewise from حذيفة حدثنا رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم So with all of these Al-Bukhari, what he's intending to show here is that uh, the Sahabi, one time he may say, Haddathana Rasulullah or one time he may say, Sami'tu. Because if you look at the first two, Ibn Mas'ud, Qala Ibn Mas'ud, Haddathana Rasulullah wa Sadiq wal Musduq. That the Rasulullah he narrated to us. Okay, so here Abdullah ibn Mas'ud is using what? Haddathana, narrated to us. But in the second one, Shaqiq, قال Shaqiq, and Shaqiq, he was uh, Shaqiq ibn Salama, Abu Wa'il, Shaqiq ibn Salama, from the students of Abdullah ibn Mas'ud. So here, قال Shaqiq, عن Abdullah, which Abdullah? There's no mention of which Abdullah is here in the kitab. Which Abdullah? Abdul Mas'ud, I just mentioned, he's from the, he's his sahib, uh, Abdullah ibn Mas'ud. So he, he was a student, a student, of Abdullah ibn Mas'ud. So Shaqiq said from Abdullah, meaning Abdullah ibn Mas'ud. So again, Abdullah ibn Mas'ud, but this time, Sami'tu. This time, Sami'tu. He said, I heard. So sometimes a companion would narrate saying, Haddathana, or sometimes he would say, Sami'tu. Now, and so the first three ta'aliq, Al-Bukhari is intended to show here that the Sahaba, that all of these terms were one with them. That they didn't differentiate. So this is why Bukhari he took this position likewise. And Ibn Uyayna and others. Now, as for the hadith, As-Sadiq al-Masduq, the first hadith of Abdullah ibn Masood, um, then that is that hadith that the Shaykh mentioned within that explanation we mentioned. Uh, one of you, his creation, is brought together in the womb of his mother uh, in 40 days. Now, that hadith. And as for the hadith, the second hadith, قال الشقيق عن عبد الله ابن مسعود رضي الله عنه سمعت النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم كلمة That is the hadith wherein the Rasul صلى الله عليه وسلم he said لا يدخل الجنة من يشرك بالله شيئا He who associates a partner with Allah, makes partners with Allah in his worship would not enter Jannah. As for the hadith of حذيفة وقال حذيفة رضي الله عنه حدثنا رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم حديثين that is the hadith uh, the hadith uh, wherein uh, يعني uh, in كتاب الرقاق in البخاري itself wherein uh, حذيفة he mentions wherein he mentions how uh, يعني and this is in the chapter of رفع العمانة how the trust will be lifted uh, and he mentions two he said, he said that the Rasulullah he narrated two hadith he says, he said that um, I've seen one of them take place and I'm waiting for the other to take place. And the first hadith is when the Rasulullah said that the, that the amana will nazalat, that uh, trust will, will descend. And the people will be trustworthy at the beginning. And then the second hadith, how the trust will be lifted. And so Hudayfa is saying, I'm, I'm still waiting to see this. That's the hadith being uh, referred to there. Now, then the next three ta'aliq, you see the next three. What do you notice about the next three for those who have the Arabic text? Hmm? All of them are through an, the an ana, 
which is referred to as Al-Ana'ana, and all of them are Hadith Qudsiyyah, Hadith Qudsiyyah, wherein uh, the Rasul he narrated from his Lord. Naam. Naam. But going back to the previous, before uh, mentioning the affair of the Ana'ana, then we see that the Sahaba, they didn't differ concerning um, these seer and these expressions that are used, that they all had the same meaning. And the Rasul likewise himself, he himself would use these terms interchangeably. Many ahadith where he would begin saying, Shall I not inform you of the greatest of the major sins and so on? The Rasul would use these terms. Shall I not inform you? And so on. And likewise, when the Rasul himself, when he narrated from Tamim Ad-Dari, in the Qissa of Al-Jasasa. When the, yeah, the Qissa of Al-Jasasa, Jasasa, anyone, anyone know that Qissa? Yeah. What is that Qissa about? Yeah. That story of Al-Jasasa. The Jal. Now, when they were, Timur Dari was on a, uh, a boat and they came to an island and they met there a, like a beast. And to the end where the, the, how Dajjal is tied up. Tamim al-Dari, when he came back, he narrated what he had witnessed to the Rasulullah Then the Rasulullah he came out to the Sahaba and he said, Akhbarani, Akhbarani Tamim al-Dari. So the Rasulullah likewise, he used this uh, term, Akhbarani. Naam. Uh, and the hadith within the chapter, this chapter itself, wherein the Rasulullah he said, Indeed, from the trees, there, uh, there is a tree. Its leaves do not fall. Oh, he said before that. Muslim. And indeed, it is the likeness of the Muslim. So he said, He said, Tell me, inform me what it is. Which, which, which tree is it? And in one wording of the hadith, akhbiruni. In another wording, anbi'uni. All three of these terms being used that Al-Bukhari brings in the chapter hadith by the Rasul Now, or that this, the, the Sahaba narrated with different these different words. And it wasn't important whether the Rasul may have just used one of them. Hadithuni. But then the Sahaba, the Sahaba who heard and were present, they narrated with these three terms because they all have the same meaning with them. Now, now, as we mentioned, there are those who came along and those who uh, differentiated between these statements. Now, and so it's mentioned that the first of those who differentiated was Ibn Wahab from Misr, from Egypt, from that region. Naam, Ibn Wahab. And likewise, Imam Muslim. Imam Muslim, he, he, he would differentiate between these terms. And so, with them, Haddathana, Haddathana is Ma Darawi, Ma Sami'ar Rawi, Minash Sheikh. So when, to them, if a Rawi and a narrator said, Haddathana, that is what he heard from the Sheikh. That which the Sheikh would utter himself and say himself, meaning he narrated the Sheikh himself, 
narrated the hadith and said the hadith with his own words. As for akhbarana, then that is ma yuqra ala sheikh. Akhbarana, that is what was read to the sheikh. Now, and likewise those who would differentiate between the singular that was used, the singular form of the verb that was used, and the, and the plural form that was used. So, if he said, Haddafani, so-and-so, then what does that mean? Firstly, is it, is it, is it that, he, that the sheikh read, or it was read to the sheikh? The sheikh was the one who read. But if he uses the singular, he was the only one who was present, and the sheikh read to him. But if he said, Haddathana, then it wasn't just him that was present, but there were others present. Now, and if he said, Akhbarani, he himself read to the sheikh. He uses singular. And if he said, Akhbarana, Jama'ah. There was a jama'ah. There was a, yani there's more than just him present, more than just the rawi present. Either he himself, either he read to the sheikh, but there were others present, or someone else read to the sheikh and he was present. Now, so they differentiated. As for anba'ana, anba'ana, then this is, yani is qalilul isti'mal. It's not used a lot. Uh, from them, those who said that it means sama'an, yani min al-sheikh. Yani, that he heard from the sheikh. And from them, those who said it was qira' ala sheikh, it was read to the sheikh. Now, but that which it became more well known for is um, in ijaza. When the, yani, ijaza is uh, another way in how a hadith is transmitted, and we'll come to that in detail. But yani, uh, in brief, when uh, the sheikh gives permission to him to narrate hadith, which he didn't hear from him, but in another way, yani, he, he acquired the hadith by a different way, and he, then he gives him permission. Now, that, yani, if the rawi says, Amba'ana, then this term became known for that, that he himself didn't hear it from the sheikh or that it was read to the sheikh in front of him, but rather the sheikh gave him permission. The sheikh gave him permission. Now, now, as we mentioned, then Al Bukhari he he brings the last three ta'ariq, uh, which, uh, yani summarized, yani he doesn't bring the full chain, and we mentioned that they are all a hadith qudsiya. A hadith wherein the Rasulullah he narrates from his Lord, and you can see in all of them, Yarwi an Rabbihi. An. The term an is being used. And this is a general term. An is a general term. In English, we would roughly translate it as from. That from or an doesn't indicate whether he heard. Was it that he heard from the Shaykh or that it was read to the Shaykh? It doesn't bring across the same meaning of haddathana and akhbarana with that detail that we mentioned. Now, um, and so this is what Al Bukhari is trying to prove here that يعني, he is trying to bring the hukum and the ruling of the an'ana. The an'ana, when narrators they narrate with an. So they mention uh, a narrator and they say an, like we saw in these chains here. Or we, I mean, we, we, we've been seeing throughout our reading uh, of this kitab. That Al Bukhari, what he's trying to get across here is. Its ruling is al-wasl, that the chains are connected. Hmm? That if, if between the narrators there is that, word, that term an being used, then it takes the ruling of it being connected, and there's not a, a, a cut in the chain. Because 
Yes, it brings about doubt. When that an is used, did he hear it? Or is it it's possible that he didn't hear it? And he, yeah, and he, 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 he didn't hear it himself from, from the sheikh, but he heard it from someone else, and he's just, he, and he's, yeah, and he's missing out the one who he actually heard it from, and he's going direct to the sheikh. Now, um, however, with Al Bukhari, with Al Bukhari, the hadith of the Rawi and the one who narrates with the Anana, then with him, it is connected. It is a change which is connected, and so then it becomes authentic. In the thabut al if it is established that these two narrators that they that they met, that they actually met, meaning those two narrators were in between, and there is that an, that general term that he narrated from, that he, or, or just from so and so, then. Yani with Al Bukhari, it takes the ruling of it being connected. This chain is connected. If it is established that both of these two narrators that they met each other elsewhere, it's, men, it's well known that yani they they were the same age, they lived in the same uh, region, and they met. As opposed to Imam Muslim, Imam Muslim, this type of hadith, he would suffice with Mu'asara. Asara meaning that they lived in the same time, but it doesn't have to be established that they met each other. As long as they, same age, lived in the same region, same in the same time. It's possible that they met. And this is why it is mentioned that the Sahih of Imam Bukhari is Asah. Because Al-Bukhari has come with a more strict condition here. That the Sahih of Imam Bukhari is, is more authentic than the Sahih of Imam Muslim. Although, without a doubt, the 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 whole of the Ummah have accepted the Sahih Imam Muslim as being authentic. Now, 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 as far as we mentioned, we, uh, we said we would make mention of the uh, types of tahammul and wa'ad tahammul, the way, the ways in how the ahadith are uh, transmitted. Uh, there are eight. Eight ways in how the hadith are transmitted. Uh, the first of them is as-sama'ah. As-sama'ah. That is when the hadith is heard from the yani, words of the sheikh himself. The sheikh himself, he's the one who narrates the hadith. Whether that is from his hif, whether that is from his, memor from his memory, or from his book. Makes no difference. But this type, Sama' is when the Talib or the Talmi, the student, he he is from the Shaykh. And the Shaykh he narrates with his words. Now, that's the first. The second is Al Arab. Al Arab. And that is when yani it is basically displayed to the Shaykh. Meaning Al-Qira'atu ala al-Sheikh When the hadith is read to the Sheikh So, from the students, the student who, who is, is reading the uh, hadith to the Sheikh So it may be from the book of the Sheikh himself Of that which the student himself has recorded down from the Sheikh And he's, he's uh, reading them back to the Sheikh And the Sheikh is present and he's listening 
This is al-ard. Now, man, these these two are the highest levels, and when when we come across these terms, akbarana, haddathana, sami'na, and so on, they are the terms that are used when it comes to this these two ways of transmitting the hadith. Now, then the third is al-ijaza. Al-ijaza, ijaza. We mentioned briefly, very briefly before. Anyone remember what that means? When the permission, when the sheikh gives his, the permission to the student uh, to narrate his ahadith, however, he didn't hear them. Because if he did hear them from the sheikh, then that would be, if he heard directly from the sheikh, that would be sama'ah. Naam. So the difference between this is that he didn't hear these ahadith from the sheikh. So that is al-ijazah. Al-ijazah is when the sheikh he gives permission to the student to narrate from him a hadith which he did not hear from the sheikh, um, but a hadith which he, the student himself, يعني, uh, made a copy of. يعني, a hadith which uh, a hadith from the sheikh, but he somehow got a copy of them, maybe from someone else, or that the sheikh himself he gave his book to the student for him to copy the hadith, so he didn't hear them. That is al-ijaza, when he gives him permission. That's the third. The fourth is al-munawala, al-munawala, and that is when the sheikh he gives uh, the student his book, his book of a hadith that he has, the hadith which he heard with the chains. The sheikh he gives his, the student his book, either as a gift to him, or and he lends the book to him so that he may he may copy the hadith and so either when he when he gives the book to him then either he that's coupled with permission for him to ijaza for him to to narrate or يعني, um, he just gives the book for him to copy and he doesn't give him the ijaza the permission and so if he gives him the permission then that falls into ijaza he gives him the permission to, to, to narrate then uh, that falls into the category before 
Uh, and if he doesn't, then there's a khilaf, there's a difference of opinion amongst the scholars. Uh, is it allowed for him to narrate those hadith? And the majority of the scholars, they say, um, no, he's not allowed to narrate those hadith because permission wasn't granted to him. Now, and there are reasons why they go into that. Yeah, and there's detail behind that, but no, it's not the time for to mention that. The um, which this now brings us to which number? Five. The fifth, al mukataba, al mukataba. And this is basically when the sheikh he writes to the student, whether the student is in the same country or in a different country. Maybe the student writes to the sheikh saying, narrators a hadith in such and such. And then the sheikh, he writes a hadith down and sends it to him. Or the sheikh just takes initiative from his... He, he himself just writes and sends uh, it, the hadith which he writes to his student. So he writes from his hadith and he gives it to the student. This is al-mukatabah. Uh, and then the sixth is i'lam. I'lam sheikh. And this is basically when the sheikh, he, um, he informs... The student uh, of a hadith that he has with him, or that, a, that yani, he tells him that he has a kitab or a book, um, yani with his uh, chains, the, with his chains of narration. Um, naam, uh, and yani, the 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 sheikh, he, yani doesn't. Uh, either he gives him permission, and again he gives him permission, or he doesn't give him permission. Now, and so he he, make, he makes he, he informs the student that there are a number of hadith, or he has a kitab um, with his narrations. The seventh is al wasiya. Al wasiya is basically when the muhaddith, when he's on his deathbed, or before traveling, if he fears that he may not return from his his journey, that he gives. His kitab to his book to the student or to an individual. This is al wasiyah This is al wasiyah And again, with, with these latter ones, there's a difference of opinion with these latter ones, whether he's allowed to narrate or not narrate. If permission is is given, then he's allowed to narrate. If permission isn't given. This is where the difference of opinion occurs. If permission wasn't given, because a person can make a wasiyah meaning he on his deathbed he writes in his will or yeah, and he, 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 he instructs that his book of hadith goes to so-and-so and he just leaves it like that. So he's not given permission, he's just left it like that. But if he gives permission, then that's clear, that now he can narrate from him. But if he doesn't give permission, then that's, so that's where the scholars, they differ. Um, it's from them those who say he can, from them those who say he can't. Then the last one is al-wijada, al-wijada, and that is when um, yani the student... He or someone uh, finds uh, a hadith of his sheikh with his writing, and he finds uh, he he comes to find some some of his hadith which are written down uh, with his writing, um, and so again is um, is he allowed to convey those hadith or not? A difference of opinion again, but these in in brief are the eight ways in how the hadith. Are transmitted. So the first was, just to recap them before the salah, sama, and that is to when the sheikh narrates, when the sheikh himself narrates, and the uh, those who were present they hear. The second, al Arab, and that is 
when the hadith are presented to the sheikh, read to him. And the third, ijaza, which is? Sheikh gives permission. Permission for a hadith which? Student hasn't heard from him. Naam. Whether that was sama'an or ardan. Naam. And the fourth? Munawala. And that is? Sahih. Al-Mukataba. I've given you that one. That's the next one, Al-Mukataba. And that is? Sheikh writes his ahadith to the student. Naam. And the seventh, also the sixth? I'lam al-Sheikh, when he? Informs him that he has a hadith or that he has يعني, uh, a kitab. The seventh, al wasiyah and that is? Sahih. When he leaves a book to someone or his hadith to someone. And the last, al wijada which is? When he finds a hadith. Uh, of his sheikh in his writing هذا وصلى الله عليه وسلم على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين